Bro, I don't like those, man. Man, I, at first I didn't, you know, but it, then it's like, I started drinking and it kind of gives me that feel like when you drink a soda. I don't drink sodas, yeah. but like every blue moon I'll have like a Coca-Cola, yeah. like a cold one with like a pizza or some shit. So <laughs> they make you feel full though. Yeah, that's so it's probably like, some like getting old people. Like when you're getting old, you start doing shit like <laughs> yeah. that. So AV was shit. like, you know, this shit is. Uh, there's something about this. It gives you kind of like a high. And I was like, you like so Topo Chico? Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. Those motherfuckers, you'll take a drink and then that burp that comes <laughs> Dude, out. That's, like, <laughs> that's, the, that's like the biggest thing though. Oh, shit, it bro. makes you feel cool though drinking on a glass yeah. bottle. <laughs> Let's get this started, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are live. What is Gucci Manucci's? Welcome to the Half Court Podcast. My name is Darwin. I got AV behind the camera. And today we got a special guest. We got Fonzo from Less Work, man. Welcome to the Half Court Podcast, brother. Thank you, man. Appreciate you having me. Man, uh, it's been uh, been doing your thing, man. We've been seeing you, you know what I'm saying? So uh, tell the people what you got going on. I know you're very heavily into fitness and you have a pretty cool story. According to Cheyenne, you know, shout out to her. So <laughs> yeah. we want to, you know, we want to listen to that, man, and, and just give people insight. Yeah. So I, I don't even know where to start, man. I guess I can tell people what I do. I do a lot of online coaching, personal training, in person, a few people. Then I have like an apparel company called Let's Work uh, that kind of randomly started last year during like the middle of the pandemic. Um, yeah. Kind of, I started, well, I guess pretty much the story, started training clients, um, I had a homie hit me up. Hey, can you do some nutrition coaching? I was like, oh, yeah, cool. I can help you out. Mm-hmm. And then one client turned into three, and I was like, man, let's make some T-shirts. And then I had a, a T-shirt with just hashtag let's work on it. And then three T-shirts turned into about 10. 10 turns about 15. 15 turns mm-hmm. about 50. 50 turns 100. And it kept going. Yeah, man. And I was just like, well. <laughs> it has a, it has yeah. a, a nice touch to it. Like, let's work. Like, yeah, man. It's simple. It's simple. simple keep man. it simple. Stupid. Keep it keep it simple. And it's like, let's work. Like, And you can apply it to anything. Exactly. I think that's like the anything. Thing, man. Mindset. Fitness. Like, go, yeah, go get yeah. it type shit. So. Esports. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> man, I feel like this pandemic is like one of those where it's like, it really sparked the creativity and like the mindset of a lot of us. You know what I'm saying? I think that, man. And I think there's... I saw this good quote, and I'm not saying there's like, this is true, man, but it definitely, the pandemic kind of brought the hustler out of a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want to say like hustling, but like, you know, when you kind of like in a situation where it's like, oh, like we don't know what's going to happen. You kind of have to get creative. Might fucking die. So you better go follow your dream. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it's also one of those deals too where like everyone's on the same playing field. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, man, like it's free game right now. Like it's land grabbing season. So you just kind of figure things out and go with it. Yeah, definitely. Like, uh, we never stopped the episodes. Uh, (laughs) we were kind of like, Hmm, I don't know if this is the right move, but I was like, man, let's do it, bro. Cause if if I'm going to die, it's going to do something that I'm going to die doing something I love, you know? And definitely like I did do a short film. I wouldn't call it a short film. It was just a little like, what would you call those? A five minute? Is that a short film? The, the, the the little pandemic thing I did. Oh yeah. 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 It was was practicing kind of getting the swing of things and, uh, uh, seeing where I can improve, but it was that was fun. Like that journey, like of 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 you know, keep doing keeping the episodes going and doing that short film was was pretty fun. It was definitely a learning experience for me. But it's true, man. I think the 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 fuck I hate saying that word, but you know the the thing kind of sparked you know <laughs> yeah. sparked uh, sparked fuck. it in us. So yeah, man. Talk to us about uh, the, your journey. So you have a do you have like a degree or like? So I don't, man. So I. I don't even know where to start, man. So I guess I dropped out of college. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to OU, man, for about two and a half years. Um, I was what were pretty, you going for? I was going for health and exercise science. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted okay. to do 
wanted to do physical therapy. Um, and then I remember looking at like the acceptance rates of that. And I was just like, man, I'm not getting in for sure. <laughs> just cause I was like, I get good grades, but not enough to like where it's the top tier. So I really just wanted to go for like personal training. I was really interested in business. Um, but one of the biggest things about college, man, is I just didn't, one, I didn't fit in at OU, mm -hmm. um, because I was always uh, around this time in college, I was working a lot on my fitness journey because when I graduated high school, uh, I was about 300 pounds. So really when I was in college, I was just kind of like doing my thing, work, work out, sleep, eat, study. And like, that was it. So I just really focused on fitness, man. And I kind of realized that you learn a whole lot more through YouTube and listening to the podcast and reading books than I did in school. Bro, that's um, crazy. A lot of people <laughs> say that shit, and it's yeah. true. Like, and just being in the fucking gym too. Like, yeah, I mean, experience. I, I feel like the whole workout stuff is like a, a science project. Like, you just gotta try different shit and see, see how your body adapts to it. Yeah, like add more weight, take less weight, add more reps, and there's really no set like reps. Like, oh, do twelve. Like everybody's different like just yeah. go in there you might fucking yeah just yeah it's like I, that's experiment. the beautiful thing man it's just like you you're experimenting to see what works best for you what's most efficient how do you create endurance all this crazy stuff and that's why i, I love that shit man how were you able to actually like care for other people's goals because i think that's what was tough for me like i could look up different workouts and things that were gonna work for my goals but mm -hmm. It was hard, like, for me to be motivated to for other people's goals. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. how, how do you do that? Like, how do you say, oh, I'm going to go train this 98-year-old lady, and then I'm going to go train this athlete or whatever? Right. I mean, I think the biggest thing, man, is, like, I guess understanding that each individual person is different and everyone has their different needs. So then as you, like, I know myself with coaching clients, I got to be in the mode where it's like, hey – my lifestyle clients are definitely different from my competitive clients. Like I have a guy that's going to be competing this year in a bodybuilding show and I have to be a little more rigid with him, a little more straightforward. Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, this is what we got to do X, Y, and Z or some of my lifestyle clients. It's like, Hey, let's just working on getting in four meals of protein throughout the day and drinking a gallon of water and going on walks and maybe going to the gym at least three or four times a week. So I, th I think one of the biggest things, man, is like really catering more towards their goals and really also like if they're paying you for a service man like you want to make sure you're they're getting their money's worth and also like they're also looking to you for a change and it's like i i want to make sure i'm doing everything i can mm -hmm. to be that change now there's some people where you know they don't even they truly don't even care about their goals they're just kind of trying to get the ball rolling but at the end of the day man it, it, it does come down like their own personal responsibility to care for themselves and want to move the ball themselves i feel like yeah because you can you you're your what you do your knowledge and stuff is a percentage mm -hmm. i think the like the big part is them when they walk out of the gym like right. what are, are you, you doing nutrition wise are you getting enough sleep you know yeah. are you and, executing? and guys yeah executing and and i see it so many times like it'll be a, a person that comes in with a personal trainer and the trainer is like trying to get them going and then the person is just at a low energy like they're probably <laughs> yeah. just thinking about what they're gonna eat for breakfast or some shit yeah, yeah. And, like, and i do feel like you know as a personal trainer like i only, only have one in-person client but i do feel like it's my responsibility to kind of bring the energy regardless of like the day that i'm having or if i had a bad day like it doesn't matter like i'm there to, to do a job and i'm gonna do it to the best of my ability because one i just don't i feel like if i don't i don't deserve that money and but i, I want to feel like i deserve that money but i feel like, like I when you it. at least for me when That's i have a, a bad day yeah 
when I have a bad day, when as soon as I get to the gym, that shit changes. Yeah. Like, dude, that shit changes. There's like, some days where I pull up to the gym, like, I don't want to be here. But then you get done, you're just like, damn. The switch. Like, <laughs> that, that feels there's pretty a good, switch. man. Yeah. So this morning I had a, I woke up at, it was like 5.20. And then I'm like, man, I could just go to sleep until, because I go to work at 8. So I'm like, I could just. Go. And you pull up at 8.30, so. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking. I could, I, sometimes. But I could just say, fuck it, you know. And then I thought about it, and I was like, nah, because then I'm going to be all fucked up, like barely waking up. And an hour of sleep, is that really going to make a difference? You know what I'm saying? Nah, like, I feel you, man. So when I was at the gym, I was like, I'm glad I did this shit. No, yeah. and it's, it's something that you said, bro. You're, you're, once you go to the gym in the morning and you get that shit done, you're, st- you're way ahead of a lot of people that are like waking up. like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, By the like, time you get there, you're already fresh. You've exactly. already sweated. It's just kind of like setting yourself up for success in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, it's like, hey, did you plan when you're going to work out? What time you're going to train? What time you're going to eat? What time you're going to sleep? Yeah. You know, X, Y, and Z. And it's like, dude, sorry, might as well start my day out on a good foot. And yeah. Like small, uh, small wins, like fucking do your bed and go to the gym and you already start winning. Yeah, like, exactly. Boop, boop, boop. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like even today, like I never wake up this early, but I woke up today at four and I was just wide awake and I laid some bed till four 30. I was like, well, if I'm just going to lay here. I might as well get up and go to the gym. So I went and trained at five. It was done by six 30. And I was like, man, got the entire day. <laughs> I'm yeah. feeling pretty good. And yeah. even if you only get in like 30 minute workout fucking, cause a lot of times too, that's what I would, I would brainwash myself into being like, Man, fuck it. I'm not going to go today because I'm only going to be there 30 minutes anyway. Right. But it's like 30 minutes is better than nothing. Real, yeah, and that's a big thing, man. Too too many people, I feel like, get um, too caught up in trying to have, like, a perfect program and a perfect this and that. It's like, dude, just start, you know, mm-hmm. one foot in front of the other. And, and then you collectively build upon that, and then you start getting into, like, your programming and, you know, certain times when you do want to train. But as long as you get the ball rolling, man, it's kind of hard to mm-hmm. lose if you're if you're doing something, I feel like. I think, like, getting the ball rolling and then at some point, like, when you're seeing progress, if you want to do, like, a challenge for yourself right. like, to step it up a notch, then mm-hmm. you can do that and then just balance it out. Yeah, exactly, man. I mean, like, even, like, you know, when I was 300 pounds, I never would have thought I'd, I'd do a bodybuilding show. It wasn't until I lost 100 pounds where I was like, oh, like, so how did you start? Yeah, like, man. How, how, did, how, did you, how did you like start the courage to be like, I gotta go and lose some fucking weight? You know, so, I, was two, it. I was two fifty, so that means you had fifty pounds on. Yeah, me, so I couldn't imagine that <laughs> shit. Yeah, man, I'm five seven frame, three hundred pounds, man. I was. I couldn't even run, yeah, bro. Rolling ball, bro. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Out of breath and shit. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, man, I think really the determining factor. Um, this is kind of how it is, man. After high school, well, I played football in high school, so I was always in the sports. So I was like 260 as a lineman, obviously a bigger dude. But then, obviously, like that eating carries over. You kind of stop training. You're like, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I graduate high school. And really, man, I had a turning moment where I was, this is just the truth, like I was in a relationship at the time. Mm-hmm. And we go off to college, and like that relationship ends. And it wasn't that I was necessarily upset with her. It was just like, man, like I invested so much into myself that I didn't know who I was. So I kind of looked at it as like, hey, dude, like, you don't know who you are. And also, man, if you don't ever lose this weight, like, you will truly never amount to anything. And, like, I, I personally, like, had that conversation with myself, looking at myself in the mirror. I was like, dude, you can't. Can you imagine living your entire life like this? And, you know, if you live like this for 20 years, imagine if you live like this for the next 20 years, like, you're never going to amount to anything. So, like, right then and there, the flip kind of just switched. And I was just like, I need to change. And I tell people this, man, a lot of people are like, how did you do it? Like, you know, I'm be honest with you. I didn't know what I was doing. I 
what I would do is I would weigh myself every morning, and I, if I didn't lose a pound or two, the next day I woke up, I would just eat less food. So I would just eat as least much, like not as much as you possibly can to lose weight, and then I'd do a bunch of cardio, lift weights. Um, I follow people like Corey Gregory. He was like the owner of this uh, brand called Muscle Farm, and he would do like these 4 a.m. workouts. So I'd work out at 4 a.m. Um, I would do fasting. I pretty much did keto as well, and I would just figure it out along the way to really just kind of get myself to the point where like one day I woke up and I was like, oh shit, dude, like you did it. You know, and I'll never forget that day when I said I I did it. And I was like, dude, like now there's literally nothing that you cannot do. Mm -hmm. And then that's when I set the next goal of like, hey, let's compete in a bodybuilding show. That took, that process took a long time because God had a lot of different detours for me to to go through in order for that to happen. But three years later, last November, I I did it. Yeah. You know? (laughs) So So last November, uh, during this whole craziness? Yeah, man. Yeah. So I'm be honest with you, it was a huge um, blessing because um, I'm, I'm a pretty big into, I'm a pretty big mental health advocate. Honestly, like I'm just going to say like my therapist is literally right down the street, <laughs> which is pretty yeah. dope. And I started to go to the therapy around not this past November, but the November before, right before the pandemic hit. And I was just kind of struggling with some anxiety, depression, and I was really just kind of in my own head, man. So I started to go and see a therapist and she really helped me kind of get the ball rolling with like unwinding, I guess, figuring out my mind, which is really helpful. And I realized when I started going there, I do really well off a of structure. I do really mm-hmm. well off a of routine. So when the pandemic hit, well, I started from my prep before the pandemic hit by like three weeks. But dude, it helped me out so much with having a structure and an end goal because if I didn't have that during the pandemic, I definitely would have been all over the place. Losing so it was kind of nice to have like, hey, you got to wake up at six to get train at eight to be at work at three to be in bed by 11. And it was just nice to have that constantly throughout the pandemic. So honestly, like I know a lot of people didn't have as great as the year, man, but like 2020, man, was like one of those years where I would truly say like, I, I will remember forever because it kind of forced me to elevate myself. And I, and I put in the work and time to, to do that. I think you know? we'll all remember this goddamn year. Yeah. <laughs> Good and bad, uh, man. Yeah. But man, that's crazy because it's like, it, cre- it takes a lot of discipline, especially on, like, the competing side. And I would say the nutrition side is the hardest shit to kind of, like, yeah, you know, master. Because you have to make sure you don't consume a lot of water weight, mm-hmm. salt, yeah. sodium, and all that. Everything it's, a, it's, a, it's a fucking mind fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it does, man. You, you, uh, you look at food very differently yeah. when you do it, man. Because you get so accustomed to eating, you know what? Like bulk bulk season is is like like what's the mentality the mentality man i think so honestly man the mentality was no one's gonna come do this work for me so i just gotta do it myself yeah but also i think one of the biggest things is i also had a lot of momentum because let's work was starting to sell t-shirts and like i was trying to like really push my brand and i really honestly like i'm just gonna say like i saw competing as like a huge way to really get my name out there Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like one of those moments. I feel like we all have those moments where it's like, man, like this is kind of like a do or die moment. And I was just like, man, like I'm going to do this like one way or another. Like I'm going to like towards the end of my prep, man, I was doing two hours of cardio a day, a thousand calories. Like I was pretty low and depleted, but I was like, man, like I got a lot on the line with me trying to build this brand and me trying to like grow my social media and grow my network that like it, it didn't matter. You know, I was just like, I'm. I don't care if I have to cry on the treadmill. Like, I'm going to yeah, do this, gonna, you know? Yeah, you, you had a serious goal. Yeah, and also, be honest with you, man, like, a lot of people, like, say prep is hard, and, like, it is, you know? It, it takes you to a place mentally that I don't think I've ever been to before, and a lot of people haven't been either, but it was one of those deals where I really 
liked it. When I saw my best results was uh, like when I was eating constantly for eight months, fucking sweet potato, tilapia, broccoli. Oh, you were for, in it. I was, man. And it's crazy because <laughs> I was, yeah, like that was like Every my protein source. And then the, ch- <laughs> the chicken, then like it would be yeah. the chicken, chicken breast and like. I it, guess I'll throw some fucking barbecue sauce yeah. on it today. <laughs> sugar free. Yeah. Bro, sugar free. Like that. Yeah. That's when I saw the best results. That's when I was more like dedicated, the shakes, all that craziness. And that's when the hose was flocking. Man, it, it was, it was, it wasn't bad because I would go to cookouts and literally be like, I'm just gonna have a small portion of stuff. And yeah. if sometimes I'd be like, if it's too much, then I'm not gonna, you know, get my diet dirty. Like I was committed. Yeah. And at the end, like very probably seven month, like in, I was like, man, I'm tired of this shit. You yeah, know? dude. I, I was. And I had like I, I didn't want to compete, so I was like, I, I think I reached my goal, so I just gotta. I yeah. feel like that's why people need to just like first create a lifestyle, and and then when you have that healthy lifestyle going, then you can add a challenge. That way, when you don't do the challenge, you still have a good lifestyle going. Because right. I think like what a lot of people do is they'll like do a challenge. Or uh, something like that. And mm-hmm. then it's just there in that mentality just throughout that challenge. They can't wait for it to be done so they can go mm-hmm. back to the bullshit. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah. And that's the thing, man. It, it's, I mean, I fall trapped into that too. You know, I, I competed and I was in the best shape of my life, man. But then post show, I was just like, I oh, did it. Man, pizza and donuts sounds good every single day for weeks on end. But, you know, you kind of get, I don't know, I, I got myself back on the boat, but I know a lot of people fall into that, man. It's yeah. all about, I think one of the things is you have to accept is like your fitness journey never truly ends. You know, it's every you always single find day. Something. Like you always you, find something. Even if it's not, even if it's competing or you want to run a marathon or X, it's Y, like, Z. It's like brushing your teeth or fucking yeah. taking the shit. Like is, you, <laughs> you got to do it every day. I and mean, it's just like you think that you hear the thing about like motivation and like bathing. It's like, you know, people recommend you take a shower every day. I'd recommend, you know, looking at something motivational every day because that's what helps keep you going. Yeah. You know? Um, it goes back to the subconscious mind. Yeah. Yeah. It all sticks. The (laughs) hardest part is like, yeah, you made it to the gym, you got the workout in, but it it goes back to like the nutrition side. I feel like, uh, we have to kind of train ourselves to like the meals that we're used to eating that are not good. that are not going to give us results, kind of take them away and kind of clean it up a little bit. Cause I feel like that right there is, uh, it's a big part. I, I would say the first thing to, to, to master is that the, that the nutrition side, right? Sometimes then, you can't even work out if you ate like shit. Yeah. yeah just be at the gym bloated. Inflammation and stuff yes. like that, man. So I would say that's the biggest thing, man, is the nutrition what side. What kind stuff. of workouts were you doing when you were, when you were 300 pounds? So, honestly, man, I was always into um, strength training, just like as a football. You know, we do powerlifting meets in the offseason, so I was always accustomed to I'm just going to be say, you know, I was that dude that, you know, you max out every workout on bench press, squat, deadlift, you know, we're squatting that day and throw up a heavy single. Man, <laughs> did you see uh, Larry? You are today, bro. Did yeah. you see Larry Nance's uh, gym partner, I think it is? He tears pec. Did you, oh, have you seen that yeah, shit? yeah, man. Have you seen that shit? Dude, I, I saw the photo and I turned oh, it off. I didn't watch it. It was a video, bro. I, I, yeah. it, the motherfucker is on a de- uh, incline, and bench press. His pep just, yeah. Snap. And he's like, oh, I was like, Hey, shout out to Larry, though, for catching the weight. <laughs> for real. Yeah, that's a lot of but weight. But that is, that is, it's a little scary, man. It's a little scary. Man, it all has to do with. People were lifting heavy weight like that. The other day at the gym, there was this dude, and he was, uh, he had a shitload of plates. And then everybody's just kind of looking at him. And this but dude, some people. This dude's like, bro, 
You're on your own. Nobody's spotting you with that shit. <laughs> bro, some people just like to show off. You like, know, really? He was strong, bro. He got it. He got it. And you got to respect it. Yeah, he, he got but it. Some people like to just show that shit off. But it's but like. you could tell we were all kind of like nervous yeah. for him because we were like, bro. That's a lot of fucking been, weight. Yeah, nobody like, falls. It's gone. I've learned to the point where if, if I'm not a power lifter, I'm not going to compete in shit. I'll try to max out, but I know where my limit's at, you know, because yeah. it's one of those where it's like those compounds, mm-hmm. they can fuck you up. Like to, to, to think that I have 300, 315 yeah, on my spine, you know what I'm saying? Like, or, yeah. you know, it's just one little move. can One really little. Yeah. Move. Like deadlift too. like, you Shout know, out like, to the Hodge twins. They always, uh, they would say, don't now don't go lift too much or else you'll snap your shit. <laughs> yeah. You want to be at the gym and have your shit slapped. Yeah. It'd be like for reals. Imagine being there. You just stuck like, nah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, yeah, man. So you got, damn, it's been one hell of a journey for you, man. Like you, you lost this weight. You turned oh, that. Oh, my bad. So you're doing uh heavyweight and then how are you he didn't answer the question what kind of workouts he was doing he was so yeah no man so i i lift that's weights. a big boy bro you yeah. can't even run and, and shit then, and then what i would do is um the cardio would do man would be running so i, I when i was in i did this in college like i i get off work late at night and i'd go training in the, in the nighttime like 10 p.m 11 p.m terrible but what i would do is i'd run a mile and then i go lift weights and then I'd run another mile and i just did that for like I probably did that, man, for six or seven months. Just mm, lift weights, perfect. run a mile, lift weights, run another mile. <laughs> Until I got to the point where I woke up and I was like, oh, like. It's just working. Yeah, it, it worked. And then eating less, you said. <laughs> yeah, and eating less, man. It, I made, that's the thing I tell people, man. I, I probably made every mistake you possibly can from a nutritional standpoint starting out. But, man, I, I really didn't care. I just wanted to lose the weight, and we figured that out. Well, I feel like we all did that, man. I remember when it was time for me to bulk and shit. I'm just eating all kinds of junk, but then I'm like, this can cause health problems yeah, in man, the I, long run. Like eating <laughs> a lot of fucking burgers, pizza. Yeah. What was you know? the hardest thing to give up as a fat boy? Um, I'm going to be honest with you, man. The hardest thing to give up wasn't really necessarily anything. I, I think... It was more of the mindset of having to tell the people no, um, especially when you're accustomed to telling everyone yes to eating. Their, especially if you're like, you know, if you're Hispanic, you know, yeah. it's it's very cultural to want to eat when you go to your grandma's house or mm-hmm. birthday party. So like that was probably the hardest part was just telling people no. And I feel like I don't ever, I never struggled with like, hey, I, I can't eat this food or I can't eat that. It was just like I had to have the courage to yeah. tell people no and, and be okay with you know people kind of like, what is he doing, like. You know, yeah. kind of being laughed at and mm-hmm. stuff, but it's just like I knew I had an end goal, so like nothing else kind of mattered because going back to it, you know, I, I like I said, it, I kind of knew that my life depended on me losing that weight, so like I just didn't care about it a whole lot. Nice, yeah. Those uh, when you see somebody, like I always said, like man, if I'm ever gonna meet a chick and shit, like she got to go to the gym, 100%. not just because of the looks. That's a big part, obviously, but it's like you're showing me that you have discipline. To come to take care of yourself, to come in this bitch, kill that shit, (laughs) and and you look good. So that means you're also taking care of your nutrition. So you have discipline. I think that goes a long way. You know what I'm saying? So I always say, and vice versa with 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 us people. You know, with us guys. You know, we go to the gym. Yeah, if you want to be of uh, of high value, you gotta hit the gym and fucking take care of it. It tells you. It tells you. I'm be honest. Yeah, I mean, and people. You know, I'll be honest with you, when I was 300 pounds, ain't no one hitting me up. Yeah. <laughs> but then you get some abs and you lose some ton of weight, man, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, like, here's my number. And it's like, oh, cool, you know. 
probably won't date you, but it's still pretty nice to know that someone's looking out yeah, for you. Yeah, man. It's, yeah, it's, no, for sure. it's definitely a, a confidence booster, you know? It is. And then when you, whenever you're fat and you don't got money, that sucks, like, at least, like, Biggie Smalls and them motherfuckers, you buy a big chain, you can get fat <laughs> still. I ain't got it yeah. like that, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're sh- so uh, where can they find you as far as like training? Do you go to, to, do you train at a certain gym and then train your clients at a different gym or what? So a lot of my, really my only, I kind of limit my in-person, but I'm about four star in May. A lot of my trip, my coaching is online. Online. Uh, just because it's, I do mostly handle a lot of people's nutrition coaching. So like kind of setting their macros, their protein, how much protein they should have, carbs, fats, and then just kind of, you know, figuring that, man. And the online thing's kind of nice too, though, because it allows me to, um, do it from anywhere do it from anywhere man it's kind of cool being able to work from your phone so how does that work do you make do you do like uh c- certain certain schedules like this wednesday is a call yeah see so, where you're at mm-hmm. and yeah man so like what i'll have everyone do is depending on the the client but mo- majority of my clients check in on sundays just so that way they can have their new program for mm-hmm. the following monday to start the week you know on the right foot but usually every Sunday, you know what I mean? Everyone will check in with their weight. It kind of a bowed feedback of how much of how their week went. So like mm. their sleep, their energy, um, how were they are in their nutrition? How were they with their training? How were they with their water? Oh. It just kind of me a good rundown so I can assess and actually make, uh, not a guess, but like make the good, the corrections that mm. we need to move forward instead of just like, oh, just cut less food, even though you had a bad week. Do you ever spot some bullshitters? I do, man. Yeah. yeah. So how do you kind of like? <laughs> yeah, I are mean, you, it's dope because that's a hard one, right? Yeah. Because you, know, like, you want to give people the benefit of the doubt, right. you know. You don't want anyone to lie to you. I think you know one of the biggest things is they'll be like, "Oh, I'm late to my check in," but I've, I've never really had a client do that to me. Mm-hmm. But you know, every once in a while, a client might check in a little bit late. And it's like more likely just because they feel a little bit ashamed that they they did fall off their diet and they didn't want to like check in because they don't want to be like, "Oh man, I'm sorry, I messed up." Just because nobody likes messing up. But other than that, man, I really have never had anyone, like, bullshit me or anything like that, which has been really nice. Because I, I think one thing I, I make clear in my, like, coaching application is, like, hey, like, I don't want people that waste my time because I value my time and also value yours. So if you pay me for a service, I want to make sure I do the best that I can so you get the most out of it. And we're both benefiting, you mm-hmm. know, because I, I find a lot of joy in doing it. And that's why I do it, because I, I truly care about it and also just want to help and pass along the knowledge that I have and that I've learned throughout the years. So it's like, I hope they respect it enough to like respect my time and I respect theirs. Hell yeah. Sounds yeah. fair. Yeah. Sounds good, man. And, uh, on, uh, the podcast we had with Austin, he mentioned you, I forgot what he said, but you, did you guys collab or some shit? <laughs> yeah, man. Austin's uh shout out to my guy, man. I like dude, that guy. He's, he's probably one of my, really one of the greatest friends I have, man, because we met, um, right after I kind of dropped out of school, man, I was in, and what I like to call, I guess, like no man's land. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like left my old life, like really didn't have a whole lot of friends. And he was someone, man, who I worked, I worked up at this retail supplement store uh, called Triad. And he was a customer, man. And me and him just kind of like hit it off. Like, I don't know, we just followed each other on social media, um, became really good friends. And now, man, he's probably someone that I text on a regular basis. Like, yeah. it's nice having someone, um, I guess I could say this, who is as crazy and ambitious, ambitious as I am. Uh, because we bounce a lot of ideas off each other, man, and, and we really support each other, and we really try to help push each other. And in a way, you guys have something similar, you know? Yeah, man. You know, because he's, he's doing his thing over there, too, with main athletics. And yeah, man, he's killing it, dude. Yeah, he's, uh, he's putting content like crazy and is, like, dude. active, <laughs> like that boy going crazy. He's not playing, yeah. he's not playing man. Bro, he's not playing. He isn't, man. And, yeah. and, dude, he's probably one of the hardest working individuals I know, and he's only 23. 
crazy. And it's like, man, dude, the sky's the limit for you. I was like, I don't yeah. know what I'm doing. When he, when he came in here, he like we were talking about, I think, our schedule and shit. And he was like, uh, oh, so yeah, yeah, y'all working 60, 60 plus hours. Like, he was like, like that's his standard. Yeah. We're the same type of motherfuckers. Yeah. He loves what he does, though. Man. Like, he truly loves helping athletes because... I think he sees it within himself, you know, like he wish he would have had that help. So he's trying right. to do his best to pass along to the younger athletes, the MLB athletes, the the collegiate athletes that he works with, man. And I I truly have zero doubt that he's going to do great things. Oh, yeah. Because sure. he, there's just something about him. And you feel this when you meet certain people. Where it's like, yeah, like that's that's someone, man, that, you know, has it. Whatever it is, like yeah. they, have, they possess it. Yeah, you can kind of sense it. I mean, the moment he came in, gave us this conversation, it was like, yeah, you're on to big things. And his story's crazy. I'm like, bro, you should do a book. Yeah, and I, I I really can't wait to collab with them again. You know, maybe us pulling up, doing the, you know, hitting the streets uh, and, you know, doing kind of recording. Yeah, because they, it's amazing what they do, man. And that gives the kids hope, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's a big one. You know, if you have, like we mentioned before, you know, you're a young kid and you, you want to become, you know, a basketball player and you need to work on your skills and stuff and you know, these people are helping you achieve that, you right. know, and they truly care. You might have a, a, a shitty ass home, but basketball is what's keeping you going. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like so, so many stories of coaches that have like just changed lives, man. Mike Tyson, uh, you know, like people like that, that would have been in the streets just robbing people and shit if it wasn't <laughs> for his coach. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. And it's crazy because sometimes we don't realize the talent. I'm pretty sure like Mike Tyson was like, shit I, I don't know if i can do this shit and yeah motherfucker became a coach a world is champ. just i forgot who i was listening to today and they were saying like everybody that's the what like 10 or the one percent one percenters everybody has mentors and coaches like uh yeah yeah like everybody right. that's up there right man you kind of you have to have mentors and coaches I mean, I think one another thing, too, is that you can always learn something from someone else, whether it's good or bad, mm-hmm. just because, you can, like I said, you can learn anything from anyone. You have to be humble enough to... Yeah, uh, humility. Yeah, to yeah. learn. So you start the Let's Work, and you started during the whole shit show, <laughs> um, and... You, it received a lot of success. Yeah, it man. has received. It looks clean, man. Like I, I seen, it. I seen your page and shit, and you know, I'm trying. I don't know. We're yeah. kind of shooting from the hip sometimes. But yeah, I'm trying. And uh, how'd you get the content going? So, really, man, the content. Uh, I mean, it honestly started through me, obviously, because um, honestly, I started using the hashtag Let's Work on my Instagram post about two or three years ago. I saw it randomly one day, and I just started using it on my hashtag because I was like, man, this is pretty simple, pretty cool. I, I enjoy it. And really, man, the content came through me competing um, because I realized, man, I, I kind of had built somewhat of a platform, man, through my old job. Um, and it's kind of given me a lot of eyes on me. I was in contact with a lot of people, man. So I built my social media just really around me uh, lifting weights, posting more about my prep, the, you know, what I was doing, you know, from the diet to the training to the cardio, uh, my progress photos, you know, my before and after. So the content, man, really came through me just promoting nice. myself and building myself. People like, were like, oh, he's on this shit. I'm trying to send them. Yeah, man. So that was one of the biggest things is, you know, I, I kind of realized whenever I was competing that, you know, hey, man, like you truly have something going for you. Like, you know, you should really try to promote yourself. And I'm just going to be honest, you know, the stars definitely aligned where I had a buddy who um, he, I used to work with and he left and he's, he's an artist. Shout out to my guy, Zach. I don't know if you guys ever heard of his Instagram, Step Back Zach. Um, but he's a really Sounds good familiar. artist, man. And, and he did a Juice World mural that's like pretty popular. 
Um, but he started working at this t-shirt shop and he was like, Hey bro, like I, I can print some t-shirts for you. And really, man, I kind of, once I kind of sold, you know, the t-shirts, I kind of realized like, Hey, like I, I can do something here. So everything, I just, everything yeah. Clicked. Yeah, man. So like really things just started to fall into place and things just started to line up all together. And I was like, man, I'm just, all I'm doing is just posting the process. And I think that's mm. one of the most important things people want to see is the process of how did you get from here to here. It was authentic. I stress yeah. that shit a lot. Yeah, man. Know? And it's one of those deals too where like I wasn't trying to be someone that I wasn't. I was just being me. Like, yeah. hey, I, I like posting motivational stuff, not for to inspire other people, just because I always see that stuff and it, it helps me get going. So that's all I would do, man, on my own social media platform and just share the process. And people kind of bought into it, man. And I, I gained a lot of momentum and I really kind of officially launched the brand, even though I started selling t-shirts before the official launch in November. And had a lot of success, and ever since then, man, I've just been running with it, and now it's kind of like I see my that baby shit being everywhere, bro. To be honest, <laughs> like that, let's work. I could see fucking yeah. somebody in the NBA just coming out with that shit. Like, yeah, yeah that, that'd be cool, man. I mean, the sky's the limit with it. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. like we live in this era where it's like we can make anything possible. Right, that's man. what it is. And that's one of those deals too, where it's like you know, if someone else can do it, then I truly believe that I can. Um, and it's just like, you know, once you kind of have your own thing, man, you just kind of start thinking bigger and, and dreaming bigger. And you're just like, okay, like I, this is mine. I can make it as big as I can be. So like, let's, let's do that. You know? And like, yeah. that's, that's going to be the goal is do it as big as I can. So who do you look up to as far as the fitness industry? Is there any specific guys that you are like, damn, this person fucks with him? Uh, then there's a few, man. Like, like you said, the, the fitness industry I'm just going to call it how it is. It's a lot of smoke and mirrors, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you look up to certain people, and you're like, oh, man, like, he's not who you thought. Like, somebody I fuck with is Larry Wheels. First of all, he says, I I take whatever the fuck. Like, I take... No, no, uh, Rich too. Rest uh, in peace, Rich. He's, yeah, a, yeah. he's legend, bro. Like, Dude, he's all legend. his YouTube videos, man, those are man, golden, bro. bro. Like, it's crazy, but and Ben and Jerry's. behind so so much success was a depressed person. Like, it's crazy. Like, it's crazy. To think man. about that. This motherfucker was huge. Big ass arms, he and he still felt like he was small. He sacrificed his life to just entertain us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those. Uh, rest in peace. But the other guy is Larry Wheels. Like he's a Larry Wheels. Yeah, he's big, bro. He's powerlifting. He's into powerlifting. He's Motherfucker strong. is strong, but he's up front, bro. He's right, literally so he top, made it. top three fitness right now, bro. So Larry Wheels is up there. I like Bradley Martin. And uh, there's this kid from Ohio. His YouTube channel is about like 80K. He's growing. No, 100K. Oh, shit. yeah. His name is uh, Ju- Just Meet Merck or some shit like that. So he's, uh, he- he's more like my style of like, body type type shit. Yeah. You know, he's 180 shredded. You know, that's, you know, so those are, those are I would say, my top three. Uh, Simeon Panda. I do like him, although I think he's bullshit when he says he's natty. But <laughs> top, he, he puts great content three. out. Top three, man. Mine, I think this is like. Definitely one. Like, obviously, Christian Guzman, owner of Athlete, yeah, man. Yeah. His, his content really inspired me, especially when I was in college. He'd do, like, those summer shredding, summer shredding videos, and I would watch those all summer. And that's what really helped yeah. motivate me to, like, lose some weight and, and get myself. Um, another one, man, it, I don't know if you guys ever heard of him, um, but he's the owner of this company called Revive. His name is Matt Jensen. Um, I, I honestly look up to him quite a bit just because of his training philosophy and his training style. Mm. Um, and he's very, edu- he posts a lot of educational content and it's just something I feel like I learn a lot from. So like he, I feel like his content helps me out quite a bit. There's a lot. If I think about it, like athlete, athlete, athlete X or some shit. 
Jeff oh, Cavalier, yeah, yeah. that motherfucker, Bro, that hard. motherfucker right there. <laughs> he hard. His emailing uh, system is on point because I still get emails from that motherfucker. Yeah, bro, the email campaign works, man. Yeah, you still so he, up for that there's a lot because even that. Then like I used to watch a lot of the Hodge twins and uh, I used to watch a lot of Jeff Sides uh, content. Yeah, my bad, my bad. <laughs> You're I good. was thinking, damn, there's a no, lot. No, man, there's a bunch of OG ones, man. Yeah. I, and I think a third one, I don't even know. I don't even know, man, because there's so many of them. I, I guess going back to, like, when I, a lot. when I first started out was uh, the guy named Corey Gregory. He was the owner of Muscle Farm, which was a big brand at the time. Muscle um, Farm, that just sounds so familiar. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty popular a few years ago. Like, <laughs> Did you, a bunch of YouTubers have the whole code shit? Like, I'm pretty sure, man. Yeah, man, it, it was it was popping. So he was someone that I followed quite a bit and, and learned quite a bit from. And, and I followed all his programs on, like, bodybuilding.com and his diet and his training and you know, he was someone who really helped me get the ball rolling on, on like, my fitness journey. How do you feel about the whole protein and all that industry? Like, if somebody came to you right now and said, you know, let's do, let's do this, let's work protein uh-huh. shake, but you can't have an input in the ingredients or nothing. I tell him no. Yeah, I mean, I, I the think... the fitness just, thing, you got to stay true yeah, to this. It's so not even that, else. man. It's also one of those deals where I, I, I do work within the fitness industry and I've also have worked in the supplement industry. Even now I still work within the supplement industry with a few behind the scenes things. But one of the biggest things, man, is the fitness industry. There definitely is, you know, or I guess the supplement industry. There's a lot of people who, you know, produce a lot of product that is just going to say it's pretty shitty, Yeah. you know, but I do see a tide turning where a lot of people, man, are really are producing a lot more quality ingredients because if you put a shitty product out on the market, you got to think, man, if you get one bad rep, that one bad rep travels faster than light at this point. Yeah, so now, exactly. instead of one person knowing, it's like... Next thing you know, you're canceled knowing. and shit. Yeah, you know I mean, next saying? thing you know, man, you're, you're done. So yeah. I think with me and my knowledge, I definitely know a whole lot about supplements and the ingredients and the dose, you know, what's correct and things that... Uh, if someone told me, no, I can't have an input, I, I, then that's I, not working. Yeah, like, we're, we're not working. Because it's like if I come to you, yeah, know? if I come to you, AV, let's make a strain that's called AV. AV's <laughs> gas. But you're not going to have a say on it. Next thing you know, that shit is fucking bullshit. Well, you didn't, the thing with that know? is I wouldn't know because I, I don't know shit about weed. So it's not like I could tell, tell them like. But you should know what's good weed and bad weed. Like weed that's like you smoke that shit and you're like, uh. But this growing is, it is a, is a different. It's a right. Different but process. tasting it like you looking at the like how it looks. And like smoking that shit, like yeah, this yeah, shit yeah. Gets I would me definitely high. come with like two strains and be like <laughs> making a combination you, of I these like, two or something. Yeah, shit. like it, but that's it, as far as I would. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I wouldn't you, be able to be like throw this many ca- cannabis. It's a more of a collaboration. Like, I think that's the yeah. beautiful part. I mean, you have these artists now, these uh, Latin artists like Bad Bunny, J Bob, and all these people doing like shoe collaborations, and you have a. Uh, hate the, to, the I hate to say the, it, but with the supplement, I think what at first like a lot of people didn't really care about the quality of the product, they would just stamp their fucking yeah, you're right. name on it. Because mm-hmm. I'd be like, damn, how the fuck, like, did you come out with a pre-workout that quick? Like, yeah. it's just a, some an investor, somebody that was like, slap that, yeah. slap your name on it, boom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's yeah. make some sense. It costs you three bucks and make a product and you're charging 40. And it's just like anything, man. Uh, like any industry, there's your scammers and yeah. a lot of people. In everyone, man. I um, saw my, uh, Mike Rashid, he's doing like a lot of, Vegan, yeah, his brand, I think his brand's Ambrosia. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Well, so he was on the Mike Tyson podcast, and he basically was honest about it. He was like, to, at first, like that shit was all for the money, and I made a lot of money. But then it got to the point where, yeah, man, I didn't really think the supplements were that good for people. So he's like, now we're doing this. 
plant-based thing. Yeah, his is a lot more health conscious, I feel like. Because I remember his he already personal made line. millions off of just yeah. some bullshit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But have like you guys said, seen uh sorry for interrupting man uh, have you guys seen that ad of this uh guy without a shirt that says these are the uh foods that are fucking up your <laughs> testosterone well i got a recommended video of him and the, the scam he's been done bro like he sells a <laughs> lot of bullshit products bro and he was victim of being the face of, of like this supplement brand that's just full of shit because it has a lot of bad reviews and like they just expose that the shit to out a of a lot it. of fitness dudes what yeah. happened that was uh the dudes that had like lambos and they were all tatted up and shit um shreds i think uh, shreds yeah y'all remember that, that way that shit was bad bro people yeah, were coming out like, bro it got to the point yeah, yeah. i was like bro <laughs> can you really make and they, and they were one of the first to fucking start that whole bullshit Dude, of massive, like man. oh massive. you know we're, we're, we're yeah bro, like i would look at them and it'd be like you telling me I can be on that level? I can be a part of like a company like that and, and driving a Lambo and a just doing yeah online training like yeah scam through online training and they too. little by little yeah. like a lot of people did fall off and like got you know the, the real ones stayed though like uh, Beast Mode Jones shout out to Beast Mode Jones yeah, the, yeah see that's another is. one you know what I'm saying so yeah <laughs> uh, talk to us about your partnership with. QB, because you pulled yeah. up the other day, you Luis, know, gave him a little yeah. big flag. <laughs> Let's work. No, man. And Luis, he was excited, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Luis is, um, so honestly, man, he was the first photographer I hit up for like a photo shoot for Let's Work, um, just because I saw through some of his work through a friend. So honestly, man, I hit him up, and then ever since then, man, he's just been my guy, and we have, I was, I was around when he, the Q first started, really. So I was like, it's on his first guest night, man, and really, we just kind of hit it off this past year. And yeah. He was like, hey, bro, you trying to, like, sponsor us? And I was just like, sure, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> so anything, man, I, I truly believe in him, but I also believe in esports quite a bit, yes. man. Because You're I think, a positive dude, yeah, man. Yeah, and I, I think we all go through this phase, man. Well, I know I did really bad where, you know, I was 10, 9 years old, and people asked me what I wanted to do, and I was like, bro, I want to be a YouTuber, you know, because oh, yeah, I, I was yeah. around the time yeah. where, you know, Twitch was picking up. Um, you know, How old are you, bro? I'm 23. 23? Yeah. Shit. So like, I was, I was like in the, I guess the beginning phases were of, having. Of YouTuber, like yeah, gaming. I want to be a gamer type yeah, shit. Yeah, bro. People have 30,000 subs and you're like, bro, that's like 30 million. Yeah. <laughs> so I've always believed, you know, I, I have at least a hundred YouTube videos of me playing esports because yeah. I, I believed in it so much as a kid. I was like, bro, like this is like the next thing, but I got into fitness and sports, obviously Man, you fall off, but it's crazy to think. Cause even when I started my YouTube yeah. channel at a certain point, I started doing gaming and I had the most fun, bro. Yeah, Trust dude. me. It was like, bro, I, I just sucked ass. Like <laughs> I was just trash, yeah. but I had fun, bro. When I look back at those videos, I still have them like private and shit. Yeah, I'm like, here. damn, this shit is crazy. Dude, like, I, I was fun. 15, bro. And I'd just be, my parents be mad at me cause I'd stay up all night just playing yeah, video games. Like, bro, you sleep all day. But I'm like, man, dude, like got to save it for that nightlife. Yeah, you dude, know? it's fun, man. Yeah. <laughs> Kids Shout out to him, man. Shout out to QB Esports. You know, they're they're doing their shit. QB Sports. I always fuck it up. I like we to wouldn't have found this office if it wasn't for exactly. them. Exactly. And, and, the man, dude. and all that hard work that he's been putting in his team uh, has been paying off because they just now got like a... He was talking to me about like he landed just this big other esports and they're doing a collaboration yeah, I mean, and he, they're... He's booming, dude. So that's... I was he's like, on the bro, rise. I was like, hey, bro, you let's You fucking do it. deserve that he's shit. Not, yeah. He's, not, he's another person that's not playing about it. That's the thing. Whenever we went over there, he was he told us like... Like we would come here, bro. He's still here. Hours. Boom. Yeah. We're like... I, content, either, man. He said, content. I, quit, I, I quit my bank job. I'm really going to make this shit happen. So. Exactly. Yeah, bro. He, so he told me because I remember when he did it, I was like, ha. Oh. I was like, Bold. hey, bro, two feet <laughs> in, man. It's the only way we're going to make it. Yes, man. It's one of those so salute to them man i think it's gonna keep growing and 
I like I like the creativity side of things, man. I love it. I support that. How long that. has uh, your brand been established? So, I guess, man, I really didn't start selling T-shirts until May of last year. Um, and I guess I really didn't fall off like an LLC into like June or July, man. So really not, not even a year, you know? And, um, yeah, so it's kind of crazy, man, because so much has happened within the past eight months that it's kind of like surreal to think it hasn't been a year. Um, but ever yeah. since, you know, I started selling t-shirts, man, I've just been rocking with it. Nice, man. Yeah. It's only going to grow too. That's yeah. what's crazy. Like <laughs> building the network, like once you mess with him and then you come here and then you know it's like a yeah man it's all about full circle it's meeting as many people as i can but also just you know being patient along that process too because i think you know like all of us we want to be there now but it's like man part of the journey is the process of getting there you know what's the point of getting there if you're just gonna forget about everything else i think (laughs) yeah it's like what you know enjoying the journey once you get there bro you're gonna want to move on to the next fucking thing so it's like you might as well enjoy the moment because exactly it's never ending um did you guys see what happened to my guy, Paul Pierce? No, what happened? Bruh. God. So, Paul Cancel. Pierce got fired from, from ESPN. Who did? Paul Pierce. You know, uh, he used to play for the Celtics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he, he was... Uh, but, he, I mean, he's been a hot hit, right? Well, not really, bro. No, he's he, all he nice was doing is just say dumb shit yeah. on, and just talk shit about LeBron because he was salty that LeBron fucked him up, <laughs> fucked up his career, kind of. You know, he was supposed to get at least two more (laughs) rings, but then LeBron was like, hell no, I'm going to Miami and I'm going to end that shit. But anyways, so my man's gets fired from ESPN. The reason why is because my man was having a good time in L.A. I don't know if it was his house or what. He was having a good time. He was like, let me just pop up alive. Right. Pops up the live, takes the shot behind him are strippers. Yeah. So they're throwing (laughs) throwing the bills and he's just like, hey, what's up? And I, I need a massage. So. Like, there's this what, chick giving him a massage. They're supposed to not be doing that with COVID or what? Well, not with COVID, bro. It's just like, I feel like where he fucked up is just doing that live. Because you can still do it. Yeah. Your, you know, you're part bro, of the these, these lives are wild, man. People got to watch out with but, these so there's lives. Like, you know, there's ass shaking in the background. He's taking yeah. shots. I mean, I'm like, that's the that's the lavish life. But look, my thing with that is like, bro, you're 43. You're a uh, one-time champion, 10-time all-star. You're a millionaire. You really didn't have to do that live. Like, he, he did it, like, on, on... He was probably on, on one, just feeling himself. On a 20-year... Like, something a 20-year-old would do type shit. Yeah, I mean, you also ruin your... But, but you also... You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, you like you that. had fun and shit, but don't post that shit. Yeah. It goes back to, like, he wanted to be on, like, the social media wave of the his, kids. Yeah, he wanted to show his bro, homies that he was having a good time. Like, bro, we know you <laughs> probably smashed some bitches after that, but it's like, who are you... Like, trying to prove, like, you have this fucking big resume. You're a legend. You're an NBA legend. So it's one of those, like, social media, like... Alcohol, bro. And so he, he fell in the, he fell in the sauce, Allegedly. man. Yeah. In the sauce. <laughs> it's one of those, man, because it's like, bro, you didn't have to do that. Now you, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you was getting paid to just talk shit and say nonsense, and now you... You fucked because it's a, such a cancel man, culture. Man, why, I don't. Ha- I don't have no problem bullshit. with it. Like if, 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 if I feel like if if somebody's gonna post a video of them kicking it late at night, why? That's I rather. But not, you gotta I, keep. If in I mind. can't do that, I'd rather not work with them. Right, I, but it, it's one of those where it's that. like you know what I'm saying. Disney I, is the owner of ESPN. Disney have a fucking big monopoly. That's why I could never. I'm always gonna be an underground legend. <laughs> so it's one <laughs> of those where go. it's like I'll never be mainstream. Yeah, I don't got a problem with it. A lot of people don't have a problem with it. It's just the fact that it's just nowadays it kind of sucks, but it's a cancel culture. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's it's not the end of him. 
I feel like somebody like Fox, they have like, you know, a sports segment. They can pick his ass up and I think he'll do good. <laughs> and then um, now he has that little rap or that little story. So there's like a hype around him. Like, yeah. Oh, they hired him over there. Yeah. So <laughs> it's one of those, man. It's that I think he just fell in that social media. Like, I, I feel like it wasn't necessary. He could have still had his fun and shit. He's Paul Pierce, bro. Come on. We know these NBA players. You, you know how they do. You know, we know their lifestyle and shit. So what yeah. sports uh, are you into, man? Uh, Man. Really, dude, it's weird, man. It's really because of the pandemic. I didn't watch a whole lot of sports, but I guess the sports that I am really into is like football, obviously, soccer. Um, I guess NBA, man, but really not a whole lot, I guess, with everything going on. But I guess you said really just two is just be football and soccer, man. Those are probably my two. I, I love soccer as a kid, so I watch, you know, people in Europe, Spain, you know, all those different countries play. Um, then obviously in the USA, the World Cup, and then when football season rolls around, obviously OU. Um, I only watch like the main things. Cause I used to be a big, for example, NBA. I used to watch a lot of NBA every single game, but it was mm-hmm. because I, I had content around it as well. I used to do a lot of NBA content. Right. Once that was like, I fell off, I was like, then there's no reason for me to watch them. Like right. that time that I'm going to invest watching, I do, I can do something else. Not only that, man, I learned that shit the hard long. way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bro. It's like, this Especially is four football, hours. Football, bro. Like Dude, shit. I watched the OU Texas game last year. And it's the only game I watched. Cause it was like five hours long. And I was just like, bro, this, I'm yeah, bro. done with sports for the rest of the year. I always say, I'm a, no, I'm a player, you, you don't, don't, a I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. But I like the idea of like the unity that sports bring. It does. It, it does. does I, I really don't give a fuck who's gonna win or who's. But it's cool seeing. People, I think it's like just yeah, mingle it's just seen, and it's good seeing fans in the crowd, man. I feel like um, during school, I feel like a lot of times soccer kept kids away from gangs. Yeah. Because, like, kids either join gangs or they'd be the soccer kids with, like, the America shirt and Chivas. <laughs> Chivas, yeah. Cruz Azul. Like, that's, I mean, that'd be days. the... Yeah, dude. So I'd much rather people fight over a soccer team than fucking yeah, uh, um, gangs. <laughs> I think those are the exciting moments. I feel like I can't wait for the Thunder games to come back because I'm going to... I definitely... That's going to be, like, my way of, like, escape escapism. Yeah. Of where, like, I go... Watch the game, have a good time, and uh, it's just be nice to Super go Bowl. Out. I love Super Bowls. You know yeah. when the Super Bowls around, like Super that shit. Because I know it's gonna time. be a good time. You yeah. know it's gonna be a good time. And now the World Cup FIFA, shit, I'm ready for that shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's it's always fun and it's always unity and shit. So yeah, just don't people don't fall into the sauce, man. So <laughs> Av, uh, you're cutting social media off. Yeah, again. Man. Well, I'm yeah. I did a month before and then I got back on it. Like a crack addict. Yeah. Why do you want to so, get off of it? For my mental health, man. Because I, I, I was just doing research on why it's so bad for you. Because you say that's you, why I quit last time, and then I went back to it. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. So this time I was just like, all right. No, and I then I'm you. doing like another show. Uh, what? Tell, talk to us about. I that, have brother. so much shit going on that that mo- that time that I spent scrolling, I'm just gonna spend it doing writing a script or doing something else, you know, and. Uh, just use social media for like the half core podcast and right. just work. You no, know? I feel you, man. I, I, I mean, recently, man, I went, I was, off, I was following like almost 1,400 people and now I'm down to like 400. It's yeah. just, it's nothing personal, you know, if I unfollow you, but it's just like, man, I just spend so much time scrolling sometimes that it's just like, man, when I got to that point too, bro. I feel yeah. Like, and it's nothing, like I said, it's nothing personal, yeah. but you got to look at social media as well as like people's diary in a way. And it's like, yeah. bro, I'm not trying to read your diary every and single I, day. I, I don't want to get to that point where yeah. it, like when I go on the app, like I want a reason to click off quick. Right. Exactly, so man. the it's less people so you many, have, the better, so many, right? Yeah. 
bad things that it does to your mind that, mm-hmm. that we don't know what it's going to do in the long run. And it's scary that that people aren't, like, speaking up about it. It's just, like, it's really suicide rates are going up, depression, anxiety. Yeah. Uh, like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? There should be more awareness of it and, like, how to use it and all that. Cause, yeah. Like, Bro, I mean, they want you to your yeah. phone, though. <laughs> I seen your, your last post on Snapchat, and it kind of, it was like, oh, shit. Like, it threw me off because I've been working on it because, like, my Snapchat, I have the notifications turned off. So if you hit me up on Snapchat, you're going to get a response two, three hours later because I don't touch that shit, right? That's how it is in all mine. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, same with the Instagram, bro. Like, I, uh, there was an era where I was following every single goddamn Instagram model, and then I was like, what the fuck <laughs> am I doing? You ain't that, providing man. me. Right. <laughs> and you ain't providing me in no yeah. value, then I'm going to have to, you know, Click off. Unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. So I've gotten to that point where I, I definitely get where AV's coming from, and it's true because it's like the time you spend scrolling and kind of looking at seeing what people's doing and it's shit. Like, wild but, but also feel like once you become, I guess you could say, like an entrepreneur or business owner, you, you realize the importance of time mm-hmm. and how much time you really do have because yes. you know, there's some days where it's like, bro, you can grind all damn day, but you get to the end of the day and you're still not halfway through your to-do list. And yes. it's like, bro, some people spend their entire day just – Scrolling through social media, it's just and then so wonder why they can't get comfy, anywhere, bro. Yeah. To sit there and like scroll and scroll, and, and it's scroll also and, you know like the dopamine hit of yeah, yeah. scrolling and likes. Yeah. So sometimes you'll sit there hours scrolling instead of like you know doing what you. I yeah. I'm, I'm proud of myself because I've trained myself to not get on it so much, right? When I because I did the same thing. Like yeah. what was it like two weeks after you did it, or a week, a month after you did it? I did the cleanse too. I was like, I need this shit, right? right? So. First of all, when I get, went back, I was like, I'm going to turn off my notification from Snapchat because I don't care. I don't, I don't want to get fall back into that trap. Right. And Facebook, I never re-downloaded it. So it's just there hey, hey. with probably 100 on notifications. <laughs> but I don't, I, I feel like Facebook is more of like the people that know you, family members, friends and stuff are just there to lurk. Mm-hmm. You know, I never saw my closest family members be like, right. oh, this podcast is awesome, bro. Like. Go to the cookouts. They, Jeff, they, they don't does, even say a does word. Does Jeff Bezos about it. have a fucking Snapchat? Hell no. Probably or not. Instagram man. or mm-hmm. Facebook? Nah. Too busy working. Yeah, bro. So it's so, like, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, if all these fucking successful ass people don't aren't using it and they're, then that means that I'm a consumer. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. It's either, yeah. but it's also one of the, I mean, that is true. You're the producer or consumer. I mean, yeah. can't be both. But it's also one of those deals where, I went through a phase about two years ago where I deleted my entire Instagram for about two months. But then I kind of realized, like, man, it's... It's necessary it's for... It's necessary, you know, the way... Because it does it give is, you the It benefit. is, but, like, you have to just know what you're using it for. So, for example, like, as a... Like, I used as to follow lately, that track. What I'm, yeah. what I'm studying is, like, uh, the whole algorithm shit, the whole... Uh, yeah, like ads, who to target, and all that. That's what I need to focus on. Not, you know, way um, back I used to be a, a victim of that. Like, like I think oh I, business, and then I would yeah, be like, I, think I post I, the shit, and then go. Foo, foo, or or, foo, or another again. reason why I understand is keeping up with trends and shit like that. But you can choose, let's say Friday. You know what I'm saying? You okay? I haven't been on Instagram all fucking week. On Friday, I'm going to go and I'm going to go check the people that I follow. So let me go check out, you know, DJ Ghost or oh, yeah. this, or go on Twitter and see what's trending. And in that hour, you can catch up with the post from all week. And then that way you didn't have to sit there and, oh, what's, who's dropping what? You know, yeah. scrolling down, trying to fucking right. geek in. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it's like, that. ah, that's it's also It's also one of those deals, too, where I personally, as much as I kind of fall trapped into the negativity of the world... I also just try to use mine to spread 
you know, positivity or make yes. people laugh or mm-hmm. entertain people because they're going to be on it. So I might as well give them something to, you know, yeah, worth, for sure. worth seeing because there's just so much just being hammered with negativity and fear. Yeah. It's like, man, like, man, uh, there's much, something, yeah, you know, here's I'm a funny, to create like positive content. That's going to like, yeah, yeah, yeah you know, inspiring. And I think, you know, that's why I had, that's why I personally feel like a lot of people who really got into business last year had so much success because people were looking for something to latch onto and something to support because the time that we were in, mm-hmm. it's like, man, like we just need some guidance. Yeah. People we just need something guidance. to inspire us to like get us out of this, this funk that we're in. And it's crazy. Cause we were talking about it, like how the, you know, how the the universe works in mysterious ways. Cause it's like, I'm over here thinking, right? Like, damn, I do miss working out. Cause I have this fucking fractured wrist. Yeah, right. But tough. this shit happens for a reason, right? right? This shit, uh, enable me to take a step back and not be out. Cause I was all over the place. So this mm-hmm. shit, this thing took like, set your ass down. It, yeah. It, so you I was able to though. trigger another skill, took the time that I was investing in the gym to, to develop a different skill right? to the point where it's like, it's developed my mind, like me becoming a better person, mm-hmm. me like just saying like, I need to like be better. Like I need to fucking, I, it's very hard to explain, but it's just like, it's motivated me to become even better and like just kill it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? No, like, it's, but that's, it's, a, that's a good thing though, man, because you know, if you get better then so does everyone else. Yeah. You know, so like, it's like, it happens don't... for a reason. Like I was just all over the yeah. place, just fucking stressing about content and like monkey see uh, monkey do like one of those things. Yeah. So it's like, it, shit happens for a reason and I'm glad this shit happened cuz it taught it taught me something you know I'm learning a skill I'm I'm getting better I'm I'm becoming men- can, better can't mentally Can't you fucking still work out legs go in there and do lunges or something <laughs> I haven't canceled my membership motherfucker No but can you still You can right? I can do bodyweight workout yeah. the thing is like cuz I I do try to at least stay active on that side but it's one of those where it's, it's if I do a lot of like explosive movements it kind of hurts so I'm just trying to minimize mm-hmm. it because I'm just, bro, I got an upcoming trip coming and I'm, I, I already know I'm going to fuck it. You want it to heal fast. Exactly. Yeah, you so it's like, down. I tried, you know, doing a little jump squats and shit, but it kind of like hurts a little oh, bit. Oh, with the impact. Yeah. You know, so it's one of those where it's like, all right, let me chill because I know when I hit the island, bro, it's going to be crazy. How do y'all um, control y'all's emotions? How do I control my emotions? Um, as a as a man full of testosterone, sometimes you just want to yeah. slap a motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, that's a that's an interest. I mean, interesting question. I and mean, I think, um, I, I kind of touched on this. You know, one thing about having anxiety, and, like depression, and like having like these weird, you know, mood swings sometimes is that I feel like it's really required me to like be in tune with myself. So I feel like you know, meditating, prayer, devotion, routine, you know, being on top of your game. Um, has really helped me control my own emotions and not get too high and not get too low. I think obviously, man, there's going to be moments where you're just like left out of left field, something happens. But I think, you know, the best way that I control my emotions, man, is just kind of realize that my reactions are based upon my own perception. So I just need to like change my perspective on the situation and just react accordingly. You know, I think especially in in the world today, man, so many people panic, you know, I've always been raised not to panic even though I still panic sometimes it's like, man, just stay cool, calm, and collective and, and figure it out because panicking only makes situations worse. Yeah. You know, like the other day, um, me and my siblings and, and my mom were out um, looking at some shoes and, you know, we saw um, two guys just kind of, you know, run out with some product and it's like my, my siblings, you can tell they started a little panic, but it's like, man, don't panic because 
you know, you, you have to take care of yourself in those situations and make sure things are getting taken care of correctly and, you know, call the police or get out of the way so that way nobody gets hurt and, and things are done the right way. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I think I think that's also just like a skill that people learn. I think it's something that with I'm time, learning. With time, yeah. It's just like you can't panic under pressure because when mm-hmm. you panic, that's when things get worse and it, you just don't need to go down that route. Um, at least what, what I do, especially when it's anger, I mean, I think it's just a matter of like getting away from everybody mm-hmm. because sometimes out of anger you say things that right. hurt other people so it's like sometimes you don't even mean it right Right. so it's like i normally especially like when i used to fight with my girl and shit all the time it's like all right let me just go to the other room not only that chill if you and then come back and it would be a totally different conversation compared to just an argument you know it would be a conversation compared to an argument right and if you do mess up and it's with anything with my brothers the same thing when they do some dumb shit (laughs) i'm like all right i mean yeah hey this is where you fucked up this is what you can do better what, what can we do to help you? Like, right. What can I do and, to help you? You figure it out like adults and not scream exactly. at each other. And I think if you do make a mistake, you just own it. What about you, you know? A.V.? What do you do to control your <laughs> anger and emotions and shit? Because you... Uh, I smoke some weed. Uh, <laughs> nah, to be honest, I, I, I could work on that, bro. Uh, that's why I'm asking. I guess that's why I asked that question. Uh, breathing. I've been trying to breathe more, you know, like just... Breathing is important, bro. That's Dude, taking a deep breath, bro. Take yeah. a deep breath, and then... Because right there, I could have snapped. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. uh, instead, I just take that breath, and then I think about all the shit that's going to... Because I'm very... I like... Conf, it's not that I like confrontation, but I'm not going to let shit slide. So right. I, I mean, you shouldn't. Uh, yeah, yeah, right? Like, I ha- I've had to learn to... There's certain times where I just need to let it go and then come maybe come back to it and be like, hey, look, what I didn't really approach. like how instead of a, you snap at me, so I, I'm snap at you, you know? Yeah. So it's like one of those where I've had to get better at that. and just, Right. I mean, we're all, we all have to get better at it. The I mean, mentality thing is what you said. Like, that's on point, bro. The, yeah. Your perspective is, your thoughts is basically, the, the, what, yeah, you just have to control your thoughts. Right. And, and I think it's also one of those deals where you get angry at someone, you know, because they said... You know, this is a good example, even though people don't like talking about it. You know, it's like their political views. It's like, well, man, everyone's raised differently, so I can't hate on you because you were raised in this section where I was raised over here. It's like, man, we're all all different. So, like, who am I to judge or or hate someone else? You know, because when you do that, then nothing gets ever solved, and we just end up in a deeper hole than we're already in. more separated. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Man, it's crazy. It's all this (laughs) uh, self-development, man, and... It's never ending. It's never ending, but it's also a great thing to kind of keep improving. I love that shit, man. Right. I think that's the only way that as men, like, we can uh, truly be happy, man, is being, like, uh, yeah, good with ourselves, like, physically, fucking mentally, spiritually. If not, then we don't got nothing to offer. You know what I'm saying? Like you said. Yeah, I mean, mean, like I said, I think. You know, the older I get, the more I realize this, you know, the better that I get, the more people around me get. And I also feel like a responsibility because, you know, I do coach athletes and, and people. It's like, man, I got to be on my A game so I know my people are on their A game. Yeah. You know, and that can apply into, you know, your work, your friends, your relationships, man. When you're on top of your game, man, like everyone else is on top of the game. People are going to see the actions and then right. they gravitate towards it. They're going to try to maybe, I don't know if emulate is the right word, but Mimic. yeah, like follow you, follow you. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. For example, with us at work, like we know that my dad is always there 
before us. That's why he's the boss because he's the one that gets everything right. Oh, you know, and that's his as, yeah, a, he's the as leader. a boss. Yeah, as a leader, that's mm-hmm. like if he's late, then we're like oh, that well, gives you on point, bro. Late. Every time I drop my brother off, it's like he's there, ready to go. Like, and shout out to him because he's taught all of us discipline, bro. Because I got to take my brother to work, so I'm up. At seven, ready to go, bro. Ready to fucking. You don't fuck around either, man. It's like a boot camp when I'm work with him. Like today, it was like four minutes before lunch, and then I'm like about to go to lunch, and then he's like, "Hey, I'm like, are you fucking serious? It's four minutes, bro." He's like, "Yeah, it's not time yet." Yeah, no, man, but that that's good, man, because I think you know I. I think this is like a really good saying is like, you know, discipline equals freedom, even in like those small things, man, like they matter because yeah. they're in your subconscious of like, oh, I cut four minutes of my time. I, I can cut on my training and cut on my nutrition. And it's like those small things, those details, yeah. you know, I think they truly matter in everything yeah. that you do. Cause if you cut one corner, you're going to cut another. In, yeah. And I've heard this really good quote, man, like, you know, success is found in the corners because mm. people mm. cut them yeah and it's just like that makes sense the small things man that's yeah. what sets Key. it apart yeah, yeah i mean even like in when i was doing the bodybuilding show it's like hey you need eight i ran into a point where i was like i wasn't i was getting like five hours of sleep and i was like hey you need eight hours of sleep where this isn't going to happen so it's like all right cut everything out that doesn't matter do as much as i can in this time frame that i have that i'm awake and you get eight hours of sleep and it's like yeah, those details. sometimes i had to tell myself it's not it's not how much uh, sleep you get or how much you sleep is what you do when you wake up. Some shit right. like that. Right, man, because if Jeff Jeff Bezos can get eight hours of sleep, then there's no excuse for me not to get eight hours of sleep. And exactly. uh, getting the good quality sleep. Like right. That, that slobber. You <laughs> wake up like... You dream about I, a what day is it? <laughs> yeah. Fuck happened. Yeah, man. So, uh, what's next for Fonzo and Let's Work, man? So, I guess what's next, man, is... It's kind of tough, man, to answer. I mean, because obviously, like, we kind of, you know, we're in apparel, apparel business. Um, and I think, you know, dabbling into, like, the cut and sew in the sense of the hoodies, joggers. Um, I think socks are really cool. Um, shorts, jackets, really the whole apparel industry. Um, so, obviously, man, really getting into the cut and sew. Um, personally, man, I think I have a, small, a lot of small goals in the sense of getting into, like, the screen printing so really understanding how to print on a screen and transfer onto the T-shirt and yeah. really getting into that. Um, but I also think another, I guess, a huge thing for Let's Work, man, is really getting the awareness out there in into the gym industry and the fitness industry a whole lot more. Yeah. And really, man, leveling myself up in the sense of competing and the sense of promoting myself more on social media. Because at the end of the day, man, like I guess this is the reality of it. I am, I am the face of the brand. Mm-hmm. So I need to make sure that I'm always in the best shape that I am and or can be and in promoting myself in the best way mm-hmm. I can be. And it's really, man, letting time run its course and let the pieces fall in where they need to. Yeah. And just run them with the man. I think right now, personally, I, I am in a really good position with the things that I'm doing and the things that I'm involved with. That I'm going to be able to do those things, man. I'm just going to go out and yeah, just with, do uh, you know, I think with clothing, what really is going to set you apart is the consistency because right. you constantly need to start designing new designs, mm-hmm. different to fresh apparels, right. winter season, this and that. Yeah. So it's like, that's what's really going to set, yeah, that's going to set you apart. And that's what sets like most people that do apparel, you know, and the ambassadors. I think that's a yeah, huge thing. Networking, yeah. Yep. Getting those people that are going to. Yeah, man. And that, um, that's one big thing I've been working on. I had well. a, I had a, we had to disable the fucking uh, website because it was too, too much. Like, it's like, damn, like for us, we'll be was, back. Don't trip. Don't yeah, trip. Yeah, the yeah. half court store will be back soon. <laughs> yeah. It was just a lot. Cause I like to, I like to keep it fresh, but it's like, I don't got the time 
to sit down and design new apparels, mm-hmm. different logo designs and stuff like that. So it's like, no, I feel you, we're, we're going to focus on the content right now and then definitely yeah. be back. Cause yeah, that's I mean, one thing I want to focus on, but I just need to break through. There's a brand here. I think it's, is it limitless? Yeah, man. Limitless skills. They're doing they're good dudes. Like they're doing it how you're supposed to fucking do it. They're right. Doing their social media, their ambassadors. Yeah. But they probably focus on one, like that. Just one thing. Let's focus on this website. Yeah. They probably have multiple people. So it's like uh, chop with season. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he. That, got, that's what's good though. We have people little by little in the city now that are doing things. Like, hey, no, it's amazing. So within the next five years. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things happening in Oklahoma. Truly, yeah. I think a lot of people underestimate what is currently going on within the city. And there's a lot of, I think I kind of said it earlier, you know, like land grabbing. So like there's a lot of opportunity if you're willing to look and work for it. Yeah. Um, it's like the land run right now. Just It go, is, dude. Especially because we're all kind of. You got to go claim your fucking. Yeah. Yep. I mean, even with the pandemic, you know, we're all kind of on the same playing field. So it's like, hey, sink or swim. Yeah. Um, burnout, bro. Have you faced burnout? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, this, yeah, man. Oh, that's funny you bring that up because after, um, after dieting for 37 weeks, doing, doing the, so I guess, and I think another, another thing too, man, when I was doing that, the bodybuilding contest, I knew that I was going to be extremely disciplined in my nutrition. And I knew when I'm, I'm like that in that mindset, I can do as much as you possibly can within a 16 to 20 hour time frame. It's just, I don't know what happens when my nutrition is in, in check, everything in life is just super easy. So I think after the past, you know, 37 weeks of dieting, when I got to the end of November, um, I was a part of a lot of things. Um, I do got to give a, a quick shout out to try it. I was, I was a part of them helping them open up the second location up in Norman. Um, I was part of, you know, building my brand, building my personal training, you know, online coaching. I was competing in that body, working towards competing in that bodybuilding show. And then I, as I got to the end of it and all those things kind of wrapped up, man, I was just completely like burnt. And it was, it was one of those deals where I've kind of have learned how to not resist it and just kind of let it happen, you know, because I'm one of those people where it's like, if I'm not doing something then I'm not making progress, but it's like, Hey man, sometimes you just got to take a step back and like, not necessarily coast, but just keep putting one foot in front of the other. And you're not, you don't need to be in a dead sprint. You can just be walking. So I guess I, I, I dealt with burnout really bad. Cause it's funny you said that because I remember texting my mom in like December. I was like, I think I'm burnt out. Because I was like, man, I just don't know what to do next. But it's like, hey, man, just chill. It's so okay to chill. When you're going through this um, bodybuilding show, are you completely away from everybody? And, uh, yeah, like from your social activities and all that? Or how are you? Not really, man. I think I think I do prioritize myself a little bit more. Because, you know, if I didn't get that done, then none of that would have mattered. Um, with like my brain and stuff, but at the same time, man, I probably spent more time with friends and family than ever. You're Be- still pulling up to the family bar. Yeah, man. And- like every that's Friday. Important. That's yeah, important. Yeah, I think it is, man, because that's, I think a lot of people are like, oh, well I'm on prep and you know, people make this big deal out of it. I got to eat my chicken and rice. Like, bro, you signed up to do that. Like, ain't nobody telling you to do that. So oh, yeah, you that. can like, I was like, I'm not going to take away from going to go see my sister in Texas or go to my sister's football game on Friday night because I don't have the discipline to not eat the popcorn, then I eat the chicken. Like, hey, everyone around me knows what I'm doing. They know I'm serious about this goal and they support me, so I got nothing to worry about. And the people that don't support me, man, just um, I made it a goal last year to cut out everyone negative, and I was like, all right, man, see ya. <laughs> That's a big one. That's yeah. a big one. How did one. you make that choice? Like, what criteria? Uh, the negative people yeah. one? Um Honestly, man, I think... Like, you know, what criteria made somebody a negative person? 
Uh, I'm beyond, like, I think negativity, man, to me is like, you know, you're always talking about someone else, always talking about the past. You're always talking about, you know, other people or drama or I just don't got time for that, man. Yeah. So I, I kind of made that a rule at the beginning of 2020. Like, hey, you just don't have time for this and yeah, you don't bro. have the energy. And, and it's so fucking annoying when you're not dealing with that type of shit and yeah. you're listening to somebody talk yeah. about that. You're like, oh, yeah, God. man, I, I got to the point, too, man, where I just kind of told people straight up like, hey, we we can't be friends, you know, and it's nothing personal. It's just like, hey, like I'm on a different projection in life and, than you are. And like, that's OK. Um and, you know, it's, I don't know if I told you guys this, but, like, my tagline for Let's Work is, like, not for everyone. It's, like, I'm not for everyone, and mm. neither are you, so I'm not going to try to act like I'm for everyone. Yeah. So, like, it's okay if we're not as close as we once were or, or friends because, you know, I think that's one of the biggest things for Let's Work is, like, it's not for everyone, and, and I never intended to be yeah. for everyone um, because Perfect. I feel like that would take away a lot from the brand, and I'd much rather have 50% of the population love me than 100% of the population like me. Yeah. So... Makes I'm sense. Facebook yeah. did make me realize a lot of uh, where I thought a lot of people and friends I were connected with. Mm-hmm. But once I got rid of the app, it was like, oh, so the, the app was really was keeping us connected. Yeah. I mean, it's you just know? like the same now thing. you don't hit me up. Now, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it's like it made me realize a lot of things. Imagine like, if uh, it was still where you had to go knock at somebody's house. Like I forgot who was saying like back back in the day, probably relationships uh, <laughs> lasted longer because they could you couldn't be on you gotta each be other's in person, nuts bro. all the time. Yeah, like, yeah. Like your the wife couldn't ha- uh, be calling the husband at work. Like they'd go to work and then they fucking on see each other media. when they see each other. Yeah, you know? yep. a lot more intimate. And Big stuff. thing, man. Uh, so if you had to go back five years and tell yourself something, what would it be? And we'll wrap this up with this. Oh, man, this is a good question. If I had to tell myself something, it would be, oh, man, I, I really don't know. I, there's a lot of things that come to mind. I think the number one thing I would tell myself is just don't stop believing. Don't stop believing. Yeah, because there's been a lot of moments, man, where, you know, I've, I've fallen flat on my face or I, I didn't know what I was going to do next. And, you know, God kind of picked me up and, and put me in places and brought people in my life that I needed to. And they have helped me become the person that I am. And, you know, even recently, these past six months, man, you know, I, I left a position where I left a job that, you know, I invested a lot of time and effort and, and energy into. And I didn't know what I was going to do next, man. But, you know, that don't stop believing God picked me up and put me where I needed to be. So I think that that would be the advice that I would give myself. I guess, you know, if that was five years ago, just don't stop believing. Hell yeah. I'm with that, man. So where can people find you on social media? So you can find me on social media. At my Instagram handle is like Alfonso Lopez and then two L's at the end of it. Um, Let's Work Official is also my business Instagram. Um, usually only on Instagram. That's where I can no, YouTube. Out. I do have a YouTube, Alfonso Lopez. I always say I'm going to post content, but then... It's one of those where it's like, fuck, where do I find the time? Bro, huh? not only that, man. I it's stopped, just like bro. I doing had the, to. Doing the iMovie thing, bro. It takes so long where on Instagram, it's like, hey, like, here's a quick 30-second snippet. On yeah. Post, post. And it's so much easier, you know, with your phone. Because then you yeah. got to take the SD card out and it's like... Yeah. Put it on the computer. <laughs> yeah, bro. With the little it. facts and this and that. Dude, exactly. So. And then if your computer messes up, it's like... That's a good way to look at things, you know, more right. like pull up... Hit us up if you need help with that shit, man. We're doing sponsorships, so, you know, we can help you with all that. <laughs> there you yeah, go. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, man. So, man, it's been one hell of a podcast, man. I appreciate you for coming out. Yeah, this was no, a fun conversation. Uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up, ladies and gentlemen. Fonzo from Less Work. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out. Peace. See you guys.